Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show, which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Joy Morrissey, Conservative MP yeah. for Beaconsfield. We don't want to keep a, a member of Parliament hanging no, around for too long. Uh, Joy, good evening to you. Hi. I love the Mento debate. I'd love to weigh in on that one. Well, go on, then. What do you think? I mean, are we talking about the mint mentos? Are we going for the sort of flavorful, colorful pack? What What are we? No, I've not tried those. I've only got the minty one. What you mean is fruit oh, yeah. fruit mentos? There's a fruit mint. Oh, that's level. Good. Yeah. Because I know fruit polos. I, I know fruit polos. I know about those. But yeah. No, well, I don't like those. But they can't be minty and fruity, can they? Together. Mm. No. That's vulgar. No. I think they have to keep them in separate packs. Yeah. For yeah. that very reason. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad it's not me that's just suddenly become addicted. I'm glad other people do it as well. Yeah. Um, I think just to, yeah. Sorry, Joyce, say again. No, I think I just have a growing sugar addiction from this COVID-19 lockdown. <laughs> I think some people have taken to exercise, and I've just taken to eating sweets. So that's not great. <laughs> Good thing yeah, well, friend- this interview. Good thing it's race. Yeah, friend- Friends of friends of mine keep ringing me and saying, "Oh, we're doing this marvelous exercise, James. You want to try this? It really builds up your biceps and your." Uh, and you know, then then girlfriends of mine ring up and say, "Oh, James, have you been doing squats?" And and I'm saying, "Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm keeping well fit." And uh, I put a photograph out, and a couple of them said, "Oh, you look as if you're losing weight." What I've done, though, of course, I shaved my beard down. Uh, short on the side of my face and then grew it a bit longer in front. Amazing what a bit of shading can do. Mm. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, the only one um, I've been doing is the fridge, so that hasn't been great. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I've, I've tried to do... I try to do it. A, yeah, and that's another thing. People say, oh, well, I'm learning a language or I'm uh, uh, some yeah. friend of mine. I'm learning Mandarin. I say, well, good for you. I mean, that'll be very useful. You'll be able to find out more about where it came from. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I need to ask you about flipping coronavirus. I mean, we are we are in, in, in a sad situation, I think, of, of, of a, a, a complete overkill at the moment, aren't we? I think so. I think everyone is tired of hearing about it. And it's a sort of filling the 24-hour news cycle to the point of, I think everyone is just sick of it and wants to just watch Tiger King or, you know, yeah. yes. turn their brains yes. off for a second. 
Oh, I tell you, listen, have you watched the series on Netflix called Hollywood? No. Is it good? Oh, you... Should I watch you, Yeah. You you would love it. I, I'm just saying, but you, are you American? I think you're American or were. She sounds American. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not Canadian. We, we, yeah, man. Yeah. No, no, but I, I've never been to... Uh, I've never been to, to uh, California, to be honest with you. I've been to Chicago and New York and all sorts of places in between, but... I've never been to the West Coast. It's nice. It's nice. It's friendly. Yeah. But it's, yeah. yeah. Where are you from, Joy? Well, I'm from the sort of middle bit. It's sort of the Leeds equivalent. It's Ohio. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so. It's nice. I lived in Leeds for many, many years. So I love I don't Leeds. Think that... I absolutely love Leeds. Uh, whenever I, yeah. I love, I, I love it up there. And, but yeah, that's kind of, if I'm thinking of an equivalent the leads of yeah. the USA. Yeah. yeah. Have you been yeah. have you have you been to Harrogate? I have. I've I've been yeah. to many a many a city up 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 north as well because I worked for the Center for Social Justice and we worked with prison charities and I've visited many prisons up north as well, which mm. was fantastic. Yeah. Who doesn't well, they, like that? They have, lo- <laughs> they have a lot of um they have a they have a, a lot of conferences in Harrogate. It's a big conference center. That's um true. anyway. Listen, we better, I better ask you the questions that everybody wants to know. Uh, is Boris going to ease lockdown a little bit from next Monday? He's going to make some sort of um, uh, revelation on Monday. Uh, I know it's not going to be huge amounts, but just if we could see our, our close friends, I think would be nice. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know what he's going to say. I'm looking forward to hearing the announcement, but I'm hoping for a sort of glimmer of hope, a uh, a loosening of the lockdown and, you know, that we can all sort of act as responsible individuals and, and, and kind of, you know, go back to work and start to have garden centers. Open. I, I don't know what the announcements will be, but I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, there's only so mm. many Mentos you can eat after a while, I think. Won't you be nervous, though, going out on a packed, you know, <laughs> train or something? <laughs> I'm well, just having another one now. It's the last oh, one. They're so delicious. You can't just have one. Um, well, I think I think everyone is going to take, I mean, appropriate caution. And, and I know that the government's been speaking to transport and unions and, and the workforce and businesses, and they're trying to create a, a very measured approach. And I'm not sure what the announcement will be, but I'm very much looking forward to hearing it. And I'm just glad. I'm I'm so glad to see the prime minister back. And, you know, I was very frightened when he was taken into the hospital. You know, I, I, that, that was a very frightening time. And I'm just glad to see he's back and at the helm of government. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Carol Sakura, I just said I did it. Uh, senior chief of the cancer program at the World Health Organization. Also dean of medicine at the University of Buckingham joins us now. Um, Professor, good evening. Thank you for your time again. Good evening, James. Um, now, when this begins to, to, uh, to, to break down a little bit, there are going to be a lot of people, particularly those who've suffered with cancer or suffering with cancer or have even been told they may have it, who are now going to have to pick up on treatment that was um, postponed. Can we... I mean, never mind about coronavirus, but could we cope with all these people now who are um, who are now going to uh, want to get uh, information that they must have been worried sick about for so long? I think everyone's so scared. 
And so people aren't going to the GPs. The GPs are not referring to hospitals. People don't want to go. Uh, they're all worried about corona. We've been almost terrorized by the messages and the yeah. scenes on our news and the high rate of death and all the rest of it. But we've got to get going. We've got to get cancer services going again. You know, in April, in Britain, the whole of the country, we would expect about 30,000 new cancer patients. And yet only about 5,000 have come forward. And it's not their fault. It's just that Gosh. the system's crashed because the NHS has shifted into COVID gear, which is completely appropriate. Or are people scared mm. to go and get... They're scared got... to go. The oh. systems, there's no availability of various investigations, scans, CT scans, MR scans, can't be done. And mm. now we're starting again. And the centre of the NHS is very worried about it. How are we going to get people moving? So Boris will come out with his grand plan on Sunday, almost certainly immediate beginning to relax of, of lockdown, which is a start. But more importantly... We've got to get the NHS back to work on the diseases it does well, cancer, uh, mm. mental health, cardiac, that's heart disease. We've got to get moving. Otherwise, more people will die from these diseases than they will from all of COVID this year. So you've got to separate it, really, haven't you, and let people know that, it, that the hospital's dealing with... Well, the... I think... Hang on. I think mm-hmm. there's one thing we need to actually make a point of. Um, uh, we hopefully will get a, a handle on this virus and a vaccine and everything else. But there, there are so many people who get cancer and die from cancer. It's almost now as if this virus is the most dangerous and the most, uh, most serious thing you can be di- diagnosed with, isn't it? It is. And you know, the, the aim is very, it's a sensible plan. The plan is to keep COVID-free zones to allow cancer mm. to be treated safely, the patients be safe. The trouble with it, it's the same for everything. The workplace, occupational health, how do you advise that? International travel, how do you advise that? And importantly, health care. How do you know that someone isn't a COVID risk? So you have to test them for the virus. If possible, test them for antibodies. Obviously take their temperature as they come through the door. It's still not guaranteed. And put them in a COVID-free zone and then do the initial most cancers are diagnosed by surgery, either taking a biopsy or some sort of operation to remove a piece of the tumor, send it to the lab. That makes the diagnosis, and then you plan the treatments, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and so on. So we've got to get the whole pathway back in action. And at the moment, it's all fallen to pieces because we've prioritized COVID, obviously, but now we're coming out of it. We've got to move on. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I know. And it is, I mean, I've, as you know, I've had cancer, it was 20 years ago, so there's proof that it doesn't always kill you. Uh, But, uh, uh, you know, I've known lots of people, including my wife, who've sadly died from it. And the thing that I find most difficult, and I think other people will too, is that when you want the information, and I don't know whether I'm overstepping the mark saying this, uh, Carol, really, um, but when you want to know, when you go for your checkups all the time, uh, and, and doctors are very nice. They have lovely bedside manners and they do ask you how you are and everything else. But I said to mine, as soon as I come in, please tell me whether it's good news or bad news this time. <laughs> and then we'll have a little chat afterwards. Uh, yeah, it, 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 that, I always do that. I've learned to, as I've, got, I've been an NHS top for 40 years, you know, so I'm an old boy at this game. <laughs> and uh, I must say, I know that people come in very straight. They've had a, a scan 
or they've had a blood test that has the key marker. All they want to know is what's happened in that. So there's no point asking them about their family or anything. They just want to know what's happened to the whole thing. So you get that over, all celebrate, hopefully, and then we move on to the family story. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. We'll talk to our old friend Norman Lamb. Uh, When we last spoke to Norman... He had thrown off the shackles of politics and embraced the NHS, remember? Yes. Uh, Chair of the South London and Wards the NHS Foundation Trust, and uh, then COVID-19 came along, coronavirus. And uh, I wonder what's happened since, and uh, how is uh, life at the sharp end, as you might say, of the pandemic um, uh, hurting or helping him as Chair of the NHS Trust? Uh, Norman, good evening. Welcome to the programme. Good evening, James. I thought you'd forgotten about me for a minute there. Very no, 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 no. I nearly, I nearly missed you over for the next guest. I'm sorry about that, Norman. I was, uh, I was too quick flipping through my running order, but it's okay. I, they all shout in my ear if I do yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. So you, no, you I'm, I'm a, well. Good, 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 good. You were having a great. You, you know, you really, you'd, you'd embrace politics for a while, but you got fed up with it. I think is probably right to say, yep. isn't it? Yep. I was and there for eight and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, I and, think that's uh, enough I've, public I've, service for anyone. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a good stint, but I, mm. I had it was the t- right time to leave. But I'm now chair of, as you say, the South London and Maudsley, which is a, a mental health trust. Um, and uh, I should just, incidentally, if I may, James, just give a shout out to all people working in mental health services because I think a lot of the focus during this whole crisis has been on uh, NHS staff working in acute hospitals and so on but Mm. uh, those mental health workers have had to work under extraordinarily difficult conditions we've had COVID on most of the wards Uh, uh, we had over 20% of our staff off sick Um, we've uh, 39 of our patients um, both within the hospital and in the community, have tragically lost their lives, uh, which is pretty tough also for the staff working with them. Uh, so, you know, it's taken its toll on us as an organisation. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, you know, immensely impressive how people have continued to work through these really testing times, uh, giving of themselves on behalf of some mm. pretty vulnerable people. So just wanted to acknowledge that publicly. How, um, how from, from your end, how do you think, uh, you were a, a Liberal Democrat uh, MP for most of your time, weren't you? And yep, uh, you did, you did serve, serve in the coalition government as well. I did, uh, yeah. How, how did you, how do you feel that, that Boris has handled this, even though, I mean, he had it himself, of course, in the middle? Well, look, I've taken a vow to move away from party politics, um, so I'll tread slightly carefully here. Um, I think you should. <laughs> I, I think, first of all, the time for really examining what went well and what went uh, awry will be after we're through all of this. Uh, mm. I think there should then be a proper examination of uh, to, to learn lessons because it will be critical yeah. that... Uh, we're ready for another pandemic because at some point it will arise. Um, I, my my own view is that uh, mistakes were made. Um, if you think about 
the fact that we were quite slow in going into lockdown. Uh, we we now have the highest death rate in Europe. Uh, you have to treat that quite carefully because, of course, we have mm. a bigger population, uh, for example, than Italy. Mm, uh, exactly. We have a much exactly. larger city, as in London. Mm. Uh, and the way to count the figures, dense... Germany weren't counting people who had underlying diseases. They weren't counting them as dying from... Yeah, I mean, it's very, very mm. hard to make comparisons. That's, that's why... I think overall we should be waiting until after this. Uh, but I think that um, the the withdrawal of testing from the community in sort of mid-March, when they just focused on people in hospital, uh, was a mistake. You, all of the evidence internationally and from the World Health Organization is that you test, test, test in order to uh, find your way through this. The, the combination of testing through the community, together with the tracing that goes after it, has uh, led, it appears, to some countries such as um, Germany uh, and I think Singapore, uh, Mm. apparently having a much lower rate of infection. And no one quite knows why they withdrew uh, from community testing uh, at that stage. But I think they were slow off the mark there. But you know, let's overall wait until afterwards uh, no, so I that agree. we can I agree. thoroughly analyse it. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. And your manservant uh, no, doesn't speak it. English, does he? No. He doesn't speak English. No. Pablo <laughs> just gets... There's only so mm. many Mentos you can eat after a while, I think. I'm well, just having another one now. It's the last oh, one. Are you? <laughs> They're so delicious. <laughs> you can't just have one. Scruffy, unkempt, and unwashed. And I'm what's called a bear. Yellow daffodils, yellow daffodils, daffodils, yellow, daffodils, yellow. That's a nice one you can remember. He's finally flipped. Yeah. Did you see I did another bank seat and I donated it to the hospital? Yeah, that was very good of you. I I mean, why why do you keep coming out on the programme? Why don't you... um... Yeah, I can't remember it now, but uh, I quite like tongue tist. Oh... (laughs) Tongue twisters. <laughs> I've never been in a McDonald's for years. Because they're all, all done out as kids' classrooms, aren't they? They're quite, yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah, they are. No, that's a strange McDonald's you've been going to. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.